Welcome to another episode, everyone. On today's show, I have College of Charleston sophomore guard, Rain Smith, who currently plays on the men's basketball team, fresh off an NCAA appearance. College of Charleston ended the season at a 31-4 and record. Uh, before we dive deep into your career and your journey, I want to talk about the program for a little bit. Uh, how did it feel playing in the NCAA tournament, Rain? And describe your experience with that and the goals for the team moving forward. I mean, it was an incredible experience. I mean, it was like, almost didn't feel real. We kind of walk around everywhere and see, like, the March Madness logo everywhere you go. So, I mean, that was when it kind of all hit that it was happening. And just kind of that experience makes you definitely want to go back again. And, um, but yeah, it was, it was awesome. I think it's what you kind of dream of going into the college level. So, it was, it was a lot of fun. What was the main reason why you guys were successful this year? You won your conference you were able to compete and prove that you guys did belong in a tournament as well. A couple more buckets, you guys could have beaten the runner-ups in San Diego State. So did the standards rise a little bit within the program, knowing you guys can do more and go even farther in the near future in the NCAA tournament? We appreciate our days being consistent, so we had great success. So it's like we don't want to change what we do. We want to, like, we want to keep going with our culture. and kind of That's what made us really good is like the buy-in from everyone on the team was was great, so I think we don't want to let that change where, oh, we've gone to a tournament now, we can relax on some things. Um, right, right. But, but, like, it's keeping consistent on, like, working every day as hard as you can, every practice, every right. film session you're meeting. So that's going to be the approach next year is, like, not letting anything slip and kind of have that standard a little higher. Coming into this past season, um, how are you guys able to come together as a team and what's the chemistry like off the court as well with your teammates? Yeah, so I think really the reason why, and like I've I've said this to a lot of people, the reason why we're so good was how we are off the court. I think like obviously everyone like we got really good players, um, great coaches, great system, but mm-hmm. kind of where it all begins is off the court. And um, like we got together at the big beginning of June for summer, some workouts, and it's just kind of immediately we just like clicked and just hanging out in the locker room all day, just talking about whatever. So I think. That's where it starts, and then it definitely translates on court when you kind of get into it a little bit in practices, gets a little competitive, but, like, at the end of the day, like, in the locker room, it was all love, and I think that's what it was about, and that's what translated to us being really good. Awesome. That makes sense because that's probably the most important thing is the chemistry and the relationship you establish with your teammates. That's awesome, Rain. Um, being from Australia, what's the biggest difference between basketball over there and basketball over here in the United States, you say? So, I mean, here way more athletes are like you'll play a team in Australia there might be one or two guys that are probably capable of dunking on you oh, yeah, okay. it's like, yeah yeah <laughs> so I think just kind of the athletic standpoint of it um, definitely more like one on one kind of skill based here like in Australia it's definitely more you learn early the team structure of everything and playing in a system where here's like the talent of go get a bucket or whatever and just athleticism's like really different and took a little bit of time to adjust to but once I've been here for a while you kind of get used to it now. Okay so you would say that here in the United States basketball is played more freely than it is at Australia like Australia is more of like a an administrative meaning that 12 passes then you score type of deal uh do you feel like that or is it like is it do you feel like the United States is more freely and you know what I'm saying have control over your your own game as well? Yeah, I mean, we find, like, at home especially, it's more 
like still be a player like mm-hmm. like let's try and get through some action and find the great like a great shot and kind of that's what we kind of do at Charleston too which is like made the adjustment for me a little easier where whereas there's teams we've played and stuff straight ISO or just get into a middle pick and roll and just just play whereas at home it's more you got more definite roles of mm-hmm. like things like that and just kind of more running a structured system instead of just and then like we have I think Australia's got a good balance of running the plays and then when you have to you can go go get a bucket and have that but I mean here it's just more focus on one on one skill right uh, that's interesting thank you for sharing how are you able to get connected to college coaches over here walk me through the recruiting process of you getting in touch with the college, college of Charleston and being able to get some exposure being from a different country because it's sometimes it's hard being from a different country and getting recruited over here. Um, so how were you able to do that? And, and walk me through like the process and the journey of you going through that. Yes, I mean, it starts when I'm about 14. Each year, there's like a week-long tournament where you try out for your, the state that you live in and then... If you make that team, you then go play against the other states in Australia. So it's like a week-long, like, big tournament. You perform in that, then there'd be, like, Australian camps that are, like, run by Basketball Australia that you get invited to. For me, I was fortunate enough to get a scholarship offer from, like, the Basketball Centre of Excellence, which is at the Australian Institute of Sport. Okay. So there's been guys like Paddy Mills. Oh, wow. Delivered over Joe Ingalls, Andrew Bogut. Yeah, right. Josh Giddy, Dyson Daniels. It's like, I got offered a scholarship there, um, which is like some of like the best 12 plays in the country. And right. Well, how old were you when, you when you received the scholarship offer over there? I was 17. Oh, okay, nice. Okay. Yeah, so I lived there for, so I did my senior year there and then like an extra six months before I came over to the US. But I got, so the coaches that I had in Australia, they had, connection with coaches over in the US so okay. it's more that makes sense okay check me out and like I was originally committed to uh, Winthrop okay Winthrop yeah stuff. so yeah I was committed there and then they moved the move down and just ended up in Charleston so I mean early on it was tough because a lot of my recruiting period was happening during COVID so yeah right right each Woodman's and was not really official visits like that in person it was all virtual yeah, yeah, did everything on Zoom, like couldn't travel over. Um, yeah. Which I think took a little bit of damage to like my recruiting process because there was no like tournaments I could like recently go off a lot was when I was like 16, 17. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like Coach Kelsey and the staff had great belief in me and like trust in the coaches and what the coaches said at home. So then I just kind of ended up here and it's been a, it's like a perfect fit. Nice. Uh, absolutely. Everything's going well so far. It seems like being from a different country, like I talked about, can create culture shock. Uh, being in South Carolina for two years now, when you first came over to the United States, and was it hard for you to get adjusted socially and um, just getting used to, you know, our culture and, and getting used to the people in general? I wouldn't say it was a total culture shock. I think a lot of what Australia is like is influenced by the U.S. So okay. I mean, and an English-speaking country, so that aspect was easy. But, I mean, there was a lot of things different. And I mean, being fortunate enough to, like, come in into, like, a team already. So I had people that I can already, like, kind of go to and would meet, like, the first day I was there. So kind of the social aspect was really – was pretty easy. 
I mean, and then like I was used to being away from home and meeting new people. Okay. So okay. That side of it was wasn't too much of a problem. Um, but just like small things, like the way I talked, like my accent and stuff, like there was like I'd go order food and people wouldn't know what I was saying. <laughs> so like kind of trying to adjust, like yeah. kind of the way I spoke a little bit, um, and just like just kind of the time difference from home and mm-hmm. kind of getting used to like just being on the that's the big, what's the time difference I, it's like it's probably like a drastic change in time ain't it yes right now it's 14 hours oh wow so when you probably first move over you probably had a hard time adjusting to that right yeah like like the first month is like oh yeah you went at night and you kind of all screwed up and your sleep and, schedule was probably off wasn't it yeah, yeah, it was terrible when I first got here. But once you get used to that, and then yeah, I mean, you kind of learn how like people do things in America. Like it's it's different, but mm-hmm. me, it was like just kind of you got to be like a sponge almost and just right. take everything in and just kind of learn from from like teammates of how they approach things and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I like the way you say you know got to be a sponge and absorb and learn everything when you came into college what was your role and what is your role now has your has your role changed since your freshman year now that you're getting a little bit older and you're entering the leadership aspect of things because you're about to be an upperclassman and you know fresh off of march madness appearance now you know the standard that's been set uh within the program so what's your role like now and what was your role this past season yeah i mean from on court like playing standpoint it was I'm more off the ball player. That's kind of what I do best, and yeah. that's kind of like what I really embrace. And I think for like the last two years, that's what I've really like focused on, and going off that, and then just playing off guys, and just like talking to the coaches at the end of the season. It's like just kind of expanding off that a little more. Like stick with being the off ball, because that's like what I do best. But then becoming more of a threat on the ball and things like that. So that's what the off season's for. And, just kind of working out every day and getting better at that. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, like, leadership standpoint is, I mean, like, from freshman to sophomore year, I took a big jump, like, being more vocal and mm-hmm. kind of holding guys accountable and just got to kind of continue that going into next year, especially knowing the standard and knowing how, like, what it takes to get to March Madness, which is everyone's goal on the team. So just kind of holding that standard every day. Right. Do you have uh, most guys from this past season coming back next year or how many seniors did y'all uh, graduate so we lost we lost four seniors who oh, played, wow. played a like huge role and Ooh. lost guys in the transfer portal too so we're going to be a new team as well we have things like three guys that were in the rotation okay uh, okay so yeah rain so uh it's go time for you i mean you had a big role this year but you're gonna have even a bigger role next year because like yeah. like i said earlier you already know the ins and out of the program and what's expected on a daily basis. What do you want to prove on the most within your game this summer going into to the fall? It seems like, you know, you catch a shoot a lot, you spread the floor, like you said, you're able to operate and play off the ball, which is important. So what are you focusing on now within your game, knowing that you can catch and shoot? Is there any other aspects that, that you notice that you need to improve on to continue to up your level within your game? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think the main focal point for me now is, like, using pick and rolls. I think that's just kind of making reads off that and, like, just thinking mm-hmm. really quick and 
I'm just like, that's in practice where I'm going to start putting myself in different positions and make, like, I'll make more mistakes and just kind of keep kind of getting better at that. So, I mean, it's being more conscious of trying to get into pick and rolls and just, like, understanding, like, how I'm being closed out and, like, when to drive and just kind of improving one shot like being my floater. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the main, main shot that I'm just trying to get down. So just kind of being more of a threat when I drive. So that's that's going to be the main focal point of like my off season. Good players watch film on other players. So what was that one international player that you always looked up to or just NBA player in general? So like as an international standpoint, probably Patty Mills. Okay, yeah, like, Patty Mills is tough. Maybe he's playing for Australia and stuff. That's kind of like what you kind of idolize and stuff. But like as far as NBA goes, it's guys like Steph, yeah. Dame, like little bits of Trey Young, like Seth Curry as well. Just right. kind of like those smaller guards that can shoot, but mm-hmm. also do more and kind of learn how they like find ways to like score, especially like going against like NBA like level defenders and right. like, being like short and not as athletic. So just kind of take little bits and pieces out of like just like smaller guards that are like really good shooters first. And what's your perspective on mental health in general? Kind of adjust to everything, adjust to like the new life. You can get a little anxious and kind of like stressed and like panic a little because you're not really sure how the school system works how like life kind of works and you're like you're so far from home where it's you can't just go like like for me like you couldn't just easily just call your mum or whoever just because like time difference and stuff so yeah yeah that was a little bit to adjust to i wouldn't say i ever struggled like with it like every day like you'd have for sure, your moments where you really miss home. Right. And, like, the times where you're just like, man, I wish I was home. Like, you see stories and stuff of, like, what your friends are doing. Times where you can get, like, where I got, like, a little upset or whatever. But I think I was surrounded by kind of, like, great people where I was able to, like, talk about, like, anything that... Like, with your coaches or...? Yeah, like, I can talk to coaches freely. Like, they'll be there for me whenever... Um, that's what's up, man. Friends and stuff, like, it's just like an open book. So, I mean, that's kind of my... And then on, like, thoughts of mental health, I think, it's just, you got to talk about it. That's what I've kind of, like, learned over. Yeah, but, like, growing up and seeing, like, other people kind of around me experience different things, I think the importance of just talking about it before, it gets too big of a problem. That's, I think, the most important thing is where... I think I'm more, I'm really conscious of like, if there is something to bother me, if I feel like I'm missing home and get really homesick, not have any idea like really what you're going through, but just kind of expressing it, I think is really important. 